I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family. tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today, there's a plot twist. I am the successful underdog today, and I'll be interviewed by the one and only, the young goat, having events everywhere and now. He's doing this thing. I don't even think he's 25 yet. Uh, my man out here, he got a full, full team uh, of kids, and he handled his business. Demond Hicks. Man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, man, feel good being on here. Man, I want to give your flyers, bro. You've been doing your thing. For the ones that's watching, the ones that's listening, can y'all attest? You've done how how many episodes? A hundred? Yeah, hundred. You know how much dedication. I don't think y'all know how much dedication, how much hard work um, that it takes to actually do a podcast, especially when you're doing it by yourself and recording, editing. From staying focused, from seeing other people get all type of cheating, then still staying focused on what it is that you got going on, man. So I'm proud of you. We proud of you, the people that's listening. Appreciate and, uh, it. Appreciate I'm, I'm excited to actually be the interviewer. I ain't did an episode in a long time. I mean, a podcast in a long time. So I'm excited, man, and I appreciate you. Today is Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. You know? I, I ain't, and you yeah. still getting that work in. You yeah. still doing the work. Yeah. And I'm here, yeah. and I'm supporting. And so, real quick, I had brought him a gift. My book, which is called The Mindset Shift, Powerful Collection of 100 Affirmations. Appreciate and, uh, it, appreciate you know, it. I, I appreciate everything that you're doing, man. Uh, shed light on the entrepreneurs within the Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh, continue to stay focused, man. Um, after everything, man. So, starting off, you know, we're going to hop right into it, man. How do it feel to hit 100? Man, it felt crazy because, like you said earlier, like doing it all by yourself. Uh, from recording to editing to getting the guests to talking to the people to make sure you got the space, learning how to use the equipment. I mean, it's it's rewarding, but I'm just really getting started. Like some people, they you know they got a name already, and that's cool. But it's like you got to you stay focused. You, you gotta just, just gotta stay focused, man. Because my last uh, podcast I had we was at 72, and my co-host passed away. So I was like, man, we, we would have got 100 out of that one. But then just to start over um, last year, and I'm at 100 already, it's like, wow. I already got 101 recorded, so I'm already ahead of the game. And it's, it's just crazy to think that. I started off with a phone. I started off with a phone. Then I got a laptop. Now I'm in the studio sitting on, on the chairs. And next I'm going to be on TV. So I, I love it. Man, that's amazing, man. So... What what kept you going, you know, to to restart after restarting and then doing it again? What kept you going um, when when it give up or when you feel like you need a team? Um, I remember listening to David Shan's 2021, it was like New Year's. He was like, you need to focus on one thing, just focus on one thing. And I knew I could control the podcast. Right. I knew I could control how it was ran, how it was done. So I was like, just that one thing that I'm going to stay consistent on. Nothing else I don't stay consistent on, I'm going to stay consistent on this. 
And that's why, like, even when it's days that I don't feel like doing it or it's the holidays, you're supposed to be with your family, it's like you got to do it whenever you can. And even the part of, like, learning about it, like, it just, I enjoy it. So it's like, it's not a, a hobby anymore. It's a lifestyle. So it's something that I do every day, all day, like, trying to get better, learning how to do different stuff, uh, making reels, all these different things. So it's really just part of me and just who I am now. And as you were thinking, I was thinking, like, man, what what made you just start the podcast just in general, the, the journey of the podcast? And what, what's the full idea of the underdog? Um, starting a podcast, I had a radio show. Mm-hmm. It was called uh, Chatting with the Fellas. It was me and my boy Chris. And it just didn't work out at the radio station. And I was like, I had just started doing motivational speaking. I was like, man, let me do a podcast. That was before everybody jumped on the podcast wave. I think it was called Heartworks. But it was like me all motivational. And I'm like, man, that's not me. I I, I cuss. I'm a little ghetto. I'm funny. Like, I want to be myself. So then I created It's a Jones thing. And then that's when I started getting uh, guests. And then I was like, okay, I like that. And I just kept running with it. And then I had to rebrand with the underdogs. I think I've been an underdog since I, the day I was born. But when I started motivational speaking, there was a guy, um, Brian Thomas. He always called me the underdog, underdog with the heroic card. He was the one that gave me that name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm going to stick with the underdogs because I've always been an underdog, even to this day. Like, whatever I do, like, I'm underestimated because the way that I look, and it's like, that's cool, but you don't know who I am. And I know who I am. So that just that's just how the underdog got created. Who is Eric Jones Jr.? Mm. Eric Jones Jr. is a father, um, an educator, an inspirational person, a funny person, um, a son, a brother, a friend. Uh, He's just somebody that wants to be able to use his voice to help change the world. Um, In the fact of people that have disabilities or things that they think that limit them, that they can still go out there and do it. Like, I never knew, like, why I was born um, with short arms until I turned 30. And it was like, I had to go through all that to be able to help other people. And once I understood that, it was like, okay, I just got to figure out how to do it to monetize it, which I haven't all the way yet, but that's that's the next step is to monetize my voice instead of just using my voice just to use it. Yeah, I heard you say um, earlier that you wasn't, you didn't feel like you was a motivational speaker because you cussed when you said. No, no. I, it was, I started motivational and then I was doing like the podcast, but I wasn't being me. I was being a motivational speaker. I wasn't being like Eric and still motivated. So you, you consider yourself a motivational speaker now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Because from the first day I went out there, it was November... 2016, um, shout out to Miss um, Bradley, they gave me an opportunity, and I was nervous as hell, like, I, I ain't never done this before, like, I go up there, I tell my story, and people was like, that was inspirational, coming up to me, giving me hugs, and all this stuff, and I was like, oh, this is it. different, yeah, it's funny, uh, the other day, I was writing my journal, and I was like, because sometimes I be feeling like this, I said, damn, how could so many people be proud of me, I ain't Mm. That's a different that's a different feeling. Mm. But I've experienced that too. That's kinda why I do what I do. You know, to motivate others and inspire others. I really don't 
consider myself as a motivational speaker. I consider myself as a motivational action taker. So I motivate people through my actions. Mm, I can see that. I can see that. But, man, what, what you've accomplished, man, within this year, getting all the people to come home, man, they got to feel amazing. Yeah, it does. To see where you started, because you started from having a phone. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that's, that's just want to start something? And we got to be podcasting. If they just scared and nervous to start. Um, just start, really. Um, even if you're scared, even if the finances ain't there, figure out how you can do stuff, uh, whatever it is, for free, and learn your craft. I think a lot of people are scared and don't do it because they don't know it. And they just, oh, I'm going to just do it. No, it's a lot more than what you see on social media. Like, um, learning business. I'm still learning business as I'm going along because I want this to be a business. I want other businesses. So it's like you just got to gotta learn what it is that you want to do and say that this is what I'm going to do. And pick one thing. Like, stop picking four or five different things that you say you're going to do. Pick one thing and tunnel vision on that one thing. You'll be surprised how far you can come in a year, in six months, maybe even a month, if you focus in on that one thing. Man, you're right. Uh, once I, I learned that, uh, I, I call myself, uh, I used to be a professional procrastinator. <laughs> That's what I call myself because, you know, I used to have a lot of ideas um, and things that I never took action on. And it wasn't until I started really uh, figuring out what it is that I literally wanted to do. Because a lot of people have different ideas, but you got to mention that. What do you really want to do? And are you really going to do it? Mm-hmm. I remember saying um, I wanted to start a YouTube channel. And I was going to start it once I got a ring light. When I got the ring light, guess what? I ain't started. Because I didn't really want to do it. Yeah. And a lot of people say a lot of things, but they really don't want to do it. Um, and so I feel like, man, again, what you've been doing throughout this year, you've been showing people what's possible. Um, I, I talked to you, I think it was last year when I first talked to you, if I'm mistaken. Yeah. And you was getting the ball rolling. And now to see where you at today at 100 episodes, man, we got to get home. Man, put some, put some claps in the comment section, man. Send it to me if you listen to this. Put some claps because that's uh, actually amazing, man, especially in this generation where social media take a toll on you. And it's easy to compare yourself. I don't care what nobody say or what anybody says. When you get on social media, if you see somebody the same age as you, with a Rolls Royce truck or a Lamborghini, you're going to ask yourself the question, what is he doing differently than me? Yep. It's just going to happen. And as social media is a scary place. So how do you stay focused, you know, in tunnel vision with your podcast and everything else you got going on? That's um, because I'm, I'm tired of losing. It's like that KG video. It's like you just get tired of losing. You get tired of making an excuse. You get tired of waiting for somebody to come help you. You just got to go do it. And it's like, you got everything that you need inside you. It's like, you don't have mm-hmm. to go and watch a YouTube video to pump yourself up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go do something. Like, you got everything you need inside you. You just got to figure it out. It's really uh, about getting a routine, getting on schedule, having a system, and going out there and getting it. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't got a system. I'm, I be all over the place to a certain degree. But I understand what needs to get done. So it's like, get these things done. So do you have anybody around you that uh, keeps you inspired, keeps you going, keeps you pushing? Uh, my kids. Because uh, I got one in college, and my goal is to pay off her school by the time she's done with school. So she ain't got to worry about it, have no debt. And then my son, 
just uh, to give him, not to give him the life that I didn't have, but to give him the life that he deserved because his dad put in the work and just to be able to do different stuff. So those those are the things that inspired my mom, like, because my mom is probably my best friend these days. And just to make sure that she don't have to do anything that she don't want to do, she can go wherever she want to go and she can have what she want to have. Um, man, I, a lady, I talked to this lady the other day and she said something to me and I'm going to ask you the same question. And if anybody listening to this or watching it, um, ask somebody this today. What you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Look me up. Say, come on. I ask everybody that and I was like, that's funny. What do I want to be when I grow up? Um, <laughs> I would say inspirational podcaster that speaks to the youth and I think that I would keep it that simple because everything else that I would want to do would fall under those umbrellas but that's that's what I want to be when I grow up somebody that no to be honest I just want to monetize I want to be that person that I can actually show the people how to go get the bag mm-hmm. and not just talk about it like I want to be that example yeah because a lot of times in our in our neighborhood and stuff, we don't have the example or we can't touch the example because they didn't move on or whatever. I want to be the example where kids know, like, dang, Mr. Jones, I remember when he was at the school and he said he had the podcast and I look where he at. And now they can say, oh, I can go do something. Or for me coaching or whatever the case may be, just me being the example of how to really get it. So, so as, a, as a youngster, when you were younger, have you always wanted to? To be this person that you know inspires, speak to people, you know, speak life, having a podcast, this is something that you always planned on. Uh, no, nah, when I until about till I got into like high school, I wanted to go to the NBA. I just love basketball. I just wanted to be the first person that looked like me in the NBA. And then I realized I had to get good grades, which didn't I didn't like school, so I had to get good grades. But I did always, like, have a, a voice, like, to talk. And I did always, like, help other kids, even when I was a kid. And I remember I did say I wanted to have a radio show when I was younger. I wasn't, like, young, young, but I was, like, in my teens. So I remember that part, and I knew I talked a lot. So my mom told me she knew I was going to be doing something with talking because I never showed up. So to answer the question, I would say yes. Part of it because I said I'm on the radio show and now a podcast is somewhat of a radio show. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely uh, it's something that I myself I ain't picture myself doing a podcast. I ain't picture myself doing anything that I do not be honest. And a lot of people be surprised by it. But I think a lot of uh, people in Indianapolis they're truly introverts and they don't really go out a lot. That was me. I didn't go to yeah. a lot of events two years ago. I wouldn't even. I didn't even think about going to any events. All yeah. the people that I know now, I've never. I didn't really see none of these people because I wasn't in that world, that entrepreneur world. So, for the people that's listening, look at Eric Jones Jr. as an example. He dived in and put in the work. Didn't have no excuses. He did a hundred episodes. I think I heard David Shan say people don't even get past eight. You, yes, you heard so something like, like that. It was like uh, seven or eight. It's somewhere in there that most people that start a podcast don't get past that. You know, most of the people that want to do podcasts, they think it's sweet. Oh, they don't know that after, first you got a schedule, then you record the episode. After you record the episode, you may got to edit the thing, 
But now you gotta take this file, put that file on uh, for for Spotify, Apple Music. Then you gotta take the YouTube video, put that up there. That's a whole. That's a job within itself. Then you gotta make reels. Then you gotta yeah. market it. Yeah, like it's it's a real. It's something that you really gotta do it and not make money from. Last year, um, I did. I didn't get a hundred, but I did a lot of episodes, and I didn't get no money from my episodes. It was just the conversation was so therapeutic for me that I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, having those conversations. A lot of people don't like having intellectual conversations, but me, I enjoy them. And so, you know, just us getting to this level, man. What do you see yourself? Um, matter of fact, no, no, no. I was thinking about this. <coughs> if you could talk to yourself last year, what would you tell yourself? Talk to yourself, talk to yourself, like, hey, listen. <laughs> listen. Mm. And that's the second question. If you told yourself what you accomplished this year and last year, what do you think yourself would believe? <coughs> um, the second question, yes. Um, the first question, I would say, save up. Um, just because of what happened this year. Um, like a life emergency happened where if I had saved up, if I would have made sure I had, <coughs> excuse me, emergency fund, I would have been straight. So, and that kind of took away from doing other things besides the podcast because I coach basketball, then I have an AAU team. So it took away from that aspect of my life because I wasn't prepared for it. So I would say, um, yeah, save. To that second question, yeah, I definitely believe I was gonna get to 100. Cause I told myself I wasn't gonna miss a week. If I had to come in here by myself and do an episode, I'd do it, but I wasn't gonna miss no week. Most definitely, man. Uh, what was I gonna say? So with doing everything that you got going on now, man, um, what do you see yourself just in the future? On TV, there's gonna be a talk show. Um, I'm gonna have my own studio. That I want to have, I'm gonna be monetizing it. I'm gonna be one of the number one podcast, number one talk show um, host of all time. And he's speaking into existence, and it's funny because uh, people think it'd be a game. I just was watching um, Tyler Perry, Doctor Dinner. I didn't get to watch it all, I'm spoiled. But like the beginning just showed me, like man, you really gotta put in the work. Like it's it's no joke. You cannot like people think it's easy. Like, they really think it's easy, bro. Like, they really think when I do the events, when I created the podcast, when I created this book, they think it's sweet. And then, you know what else they think? They think your results is going to be there. God got what he got for you. And and I remember hearing a couple weeks ago, a, guy, a girl was like, she was like, I no longer, like, so somebody asked me how to do a book. And I feel like that's not, you shouldn't feel like this conversation because God got what he got for you. You can have, they can have the same sauce. They can have the same exact thing. But whatever God got for you, he got for you. And I just want the listeners to know that, like, this is the footwork. What he's done, 100 episodes, that is not easy. I ain't even made it to, I think I'm at 36, 36 episodes on my podcast. That's real work, real grind. So my next question is, man, for, for the audience, Man, how do people get out of that comfort zone? How do they get out of that comfort zone? Mm -hmm. Like, how did you get out of your comfort zone? 
You know what I'm saying? I'm about to put myself out there. I'm about to go crazy. I'm about to reach out to these people. To be honest, I've been uncomfortable my whole life. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was born uncomfortable. I was born one out of a million people <clears throat> with my rare disease. So it's like I've always been uncomfortable wherever I'm at. Even, even if it looks like I'm comfortable, I'm uncomfortable because it's always some type of energy in the room that kind of throw me off. So it's like, just go get it. Like, you can sit and wait. What's the worst thing that could happen? You could end up where you at right now. That's the worst that could happen. You're not going to do no worse than you are right now. So just go try it. And if you try it and you do fall, okay, go back to what you was doing. But just try it. Because if you don't try, you'll never know what you can do. Because that's the same thing with me. If I didn't try some of these things, I would never been able to do it. If I didn't try to drive, if I didn't try to lift weights, if I didn't try to play basketball, I wouldn't be able to do none of that. I wouldn't be here right now because I would have been like, oh, I can't do nothing. So it's like my mom always taught me, she said, try. If you can't do it, uh, get some help. But at least try on your own first. And that's what you got to do. Like You can't make no excuse because uh, there ain't no excuse. Everybody got a story. It's somebody worse off than me right now. Mm-hmm. So you just got to go out there and get it for yourself. If you don't want it, stay where you at. Nah, that's true. Um, I was having a conversation um, with Tyrus. You know who Tyrus is? Mm-hmm. He was like, my dad told me when I started my clothing brand, like, oh, but what if it don't work? He was like, my son, what if it do? I said, dad, what if it don't work? But what if it do? Mm-hmm. And that's the thought. It's the flip side to it. And most people do be afraid for many reasons. Um, afraid to fail in front of people. Uh, afraid because they don't know. So then they don't ask for help. Because that was something that I had to learn. I mean, you, people, you got to learn something to know something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everybody didn't know something at a point in time. They had to learn it. And, man, with, with just moving forward, man, um, it's, it's crazy because we're in some crazy times as far as social media and as far as doing this podcasting, as far as staying motivated. Um, how do you stay, how do you keep your mental health impact with everything that's just going on? Do you, I mean, do you deal with depression uh, things? Listen, listen here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't even gonna lie. I thought about checking, checking out this year. Like life got that hard for me. And it was like, those thoughts came, but it was never no action, but the thoughts came this year. And it's like, you just got to breathe um, and trust God. Like, even when it looks bad, like, God comes in the fourth quarter. is 0.5 seconds left. Here comes God, and he going to get you. So I would say that's what I kind of look at. It's like I know I'm going to get out of this situation. I, don't, I might not know how. I might not know when. But before the situation gets the worst of the worst, I know God got me. But for mental health, um, I watch funny videos, I watch funny podcasts, funny movies. Podcasts you listen to? Um, 85 South is my go-to for funny. Like, just the go-to uh, for funny. Uh, I like Million Dollars Worth of Game, um, Social Proof. Um, I'm really starting to get into Earn Your Leisure because it's like you can learn from them. And they, and they were where I was at. They was in education before they got to where they at. So I like to learn. So <clears throat> basketball, I like to I like to play that, but my body don't let me play like I used to. So it's a here and there thing. Um, what, what you feel will get you to the next level? I know you said team, but 
the next level, what would get me to the next level is figuring out how to separate myself, but still be myself. Because um, <clears throat> everybody got a podcast. Everybody, you know, everybody got something. And then now you got people that already, you know, got the money and all that. They, they, and they, they, I ain't gonna lie. That's annoying me. Bro. Yeah. Because I, I do podcasts, so to see NBA players do this, like, well, what? Why are you doing it? Bro? You already got money. Like, you already, <laughs> what do you need a podcast for? But it's, it's for, I think for them, it's after basketball. They have something because everybody not going to be able to get on TV. I, I don't know if they're going to put Draymond on TV. Even though he'll probably be one of the best NBA analysts, I don't think they'll put him on there. They win it, though, because they already got access to the people. Yeah. So as soon as they make a podcast, they already they got 100,000 yeah, people. Yeah. Then guess what? They friends with all the celebrities. Then yeah. they get a uh, behind the network already. They, you know, so they already. You know, so I, you know about the networks? Yeah. Oh, I just that's oh, really how you be. That's oh. how people really be. Yeah, I, I'll tell you off camera, but yeah, we had a, a guy from um, from somewhere here and that that yeah, he could be the plug for that. <clears throat> so I would say the next level would probably be a network, um, just or like a big sponsorship or something, just because those things help you and they get you um, in the right rooms. And then once I get in the rooms, you know, you can be yourself. You can speak for yourself. Because a lot of times when you work at a job, you never get in the right room because mm -hmm. of your title. But when you're an entrepreneur, you get in the right room because you know the right people. So just, I think, getting a net, getting on a network or getting that uh, push behind me, uh, that'll help me get to the next level. Because I, I hate doing everything except for this. I just want to come here, do this, and be able to go find this some things. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. You're supposed to be hitting the camera and editing, doing that. Nah, your team's supposed to do that. And I think that's the one thing that, that annoys me about Indianapolis, Indiana. I hope there's some people that is listening to this. If you have a skill, you're in control. I was listening to Dame Dash. The dude was like, I want to become an actor. He said, you got four cameras in here. What, what do you mean you want to become an actor? You can become an actor right now. He's like, say a line. He started doing a line. He said, you just, you're an actor. And so what I mean by that is, if I'm a videographer, I'm looking at people like you. I'm looking at people like the polished lady. Y'all are in rooms. You're networking with people that I may not know. I have the camera. I can create my own work. Come in here and start doing yo. You start elevating. I'm elevating because I'm doing your work. Now the people that you know and they ask you like, man, who be doing your stuff? Your stuff dope. Right there. And I, I don't be understanding it because it's like I told the polished lady because we um, did something last week and she did it with, what's her name? Kim Fields. Mm -hmm. And I actually went down there just to actually take pictures of it. Because she's my friend. I mean, I was like, I'm going to come down there and take pictures for you. Do whatever you need. You don't got to pay me or none of that. Went down there. Now I got Kim Fields. She got 1.1. I don't even really know her like that. But the old folks do so. If you listen to this and you know Kim. Yeah, single, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Like, but it created an opportunity for me. And I'm not a photographer or any of that. But put myself in a position to win. So if you listen to this and you do photographer work or if you got a skill, don't always chase the dollar. Look for opportunity. Because at the back end, it could be something special. I remember listening to a million dollars worth of game, Wallow. Big old influencer at this time. He probably had 500K followers on 500K followers on Instagram. He said that TED Talk reached out to him, asked him to do a TED Talk. But they said, it's one catch, though. You won't be getting paid for this. And he was like, dang. Let me let me wait the opportunity. He said the opportunity. And he said after he did that free TED Talk, he made 
more money than he ever made in his life after doing that from that opportunity. So for the people in and others, I understand we know your value. Yes, everybody got to eat. But create an opportunity for yourself. Everybody got to build. And we all here building. We're trying to reach that next level. Yeah. For real. To what you're saying, because people don't realize who we meet when we sit down and we in these rooms. Like the polish lady, she go around the country and she meet everybody. If you if I were, if you a cameraman, you with her, you building her brand now, she making the money that she need to make. Now she can do this. Now you knowing different people. Now they like, oh hey, who your camera person? I wanna work with them. People don't look at it like that. That's why I be trying to get young people. <clears throat> they look at it like, oh, you want me to come? 250, 300. Who got 250? We all trying to build it. <laughs> like, exactly. like, this is an investment right now. What you're doing right now is an investment. This is your time, your energy. Um, of course, you can, like, when I was doing a podcast, of course, I wanted a cameraman. But I couldn't afford no cameraman. But imagine if a cameraman came in there and did his thing, he killing them. Now my quality is higher. Now some people are reaching out to me to willing to pay me to sponsor it, put ads in it because of the quality. And now I'm able to pay you 10 times what you were just asking for from you just putting yourself in a position. But I realize a lot of people don't look at it like that. They don't see opportunity in it. But for the people that's listening, man, if you know somebody that's doing, even right now, if you're a photographer, a videographer that's listening, he just said what he needed. You, I, it's funny, last year I learned that, you know how people become billionaires? They find a problem. They fix it. Just found a problem for the people that do photography work to fix it. Yeah. <clears throat> and if every everybody that you follow, everybody that inspiration inspire you or whatever, the reason why they so cold is their cameraman. It ain't them. They just talking. It's their cameraman. It's their editor. It's the person that does all the background. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be Michael Jordan. Scotty Pippen, you could be Steve Kerr, uh, John Paxson, you could be the Dennis Rodman. Nobody has to see what you do except for the team, and you still gonna eat just like everybody else on the team. Oh, man. Come on, man, because it's just about building, man. especially when a person is really dedicated to what it is that they're doing. We just said, I ain't, I ain't get paid for my podcast. Uh, do you get paid for your podcast? I made a couple dollars, but not too much or nothing. You know what I mean? But it's like, Putting yourself in position, you're going to do it whether you get paid or not right now. Yeah. But when the opportunity presents itself, oh, it's up. No, oh, it's, it's, it's up. It's, it's all the way up. Because to do 100 episodes and not really get paid, it's like somebody else would have quit. Somebody else would have gave up. It's like, no, nope. I know maybe the 101 episode would be that episode that mm -hmm. blows up. Who knows? It could be, you never know who. Who the guest is and who they know and they follow and they seen a, a, a clip of the episode. So it's like you just you just gotta keep going when it's ugly. It's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be days where you're crying. It's gonna be days where all you had was enough to pay the bills and you're looking around and peanut butter and jelly is it. And you just gotta keep going because if you don't, you're gonna be stuck where you at and then you're gonna be complaining. You're gonna be the woulda shoulda coulda person. And you don't want to be the woulda shoulda. Well, if I woulda, if I uh, woulda, no, stop being that person. Just go do it. Just like Nike, just go do it. Because if you don't, your kids ain't. Your kids watch you. Your kids oh looking goodness. at you, and if you give up, they going to give up. Oh, my goodness. You know what he just said? Watch this, though. Watch this. 
the times your son has to back up out of there. He asked me all the time. Kids watching real life. It's crazy, bro. The other day, I think it was like a week ago, I'm at my daughter's school, and she uh, came up to me and was like, Daddy, what's your uh, show called um, that you put on YouTube? And I ain't gonna lie, I was just in the phone a little bit, so I, I don't know. She was like, The put on. I said, What? How did you even know that? Like, I'm really blown away. Like, how did you even know that? <laughs> and blown away. So, yeah, you're right, man. And again, I used to call myself a professional procrastinator. I used to procrastinate, have a whole lot of ideas, dreams, goals, never acted on any of them. But it wasn't until a friend told me, like, I was telling them about an idea I had, and they was like, they don't want to hear about it no more. They want to see me put it in action. And I feel some way. I stopped talking to them for six months. Because why you hating? I was like, but <laughs> now, I did feel a way, but I, it wasn't until I sat with myself and was like, you're right. I need to take action on what I'm doing. And the cheat code really is, if you listen to this and watch me, don't tell too many people your, your goals and your dreams, man. Because they'll, they'll try to sabotage and they'll tell you why it won't work because it's, they don't believe in themselves. They wouldn't believe it'll work for them. So they really ain't going to believe it'll work for you. So don't tell nobody your, your, your dreams. I mean, I wouldn't tell too many people unless, you know, the people that inspire you. Or after you do it, that's why you go after I do it. I wouldn't tell nobody, man. So, like, with, with you accomplishing and what you've accomplished, um, I got a couple things that I wanted to ask. One of them was I wanted you to give just three things about life, just some, some lessons that people can take away from this. And then, oh, my other one was, do you write down those? Uh, three things people, I would say, um, show up. No matter what, what life looks like for you, just show up. It don't matter... What's going on behind the scenes? I'm gonna show up for work. I'm gonna show up to coach. I'm gonna show up to podcast. And when you show up, blessings happen. Um, give everything you got. Some days you only got sixty percent. Some days you got a hundred percent. But whatever that day look like, give whatever you got. And hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Don't go bad at that. Don't let that go over your head. Give everything you got, even if it's sixty, seventy percent that day. That's really a gem. Yeah, cause, cause you don't wanna um, you don't wanna look at every day like it's gonna be the best day. Every day, so just whatever you got in the tank that day, just give it. And then the last one, um, be better than the day before. That's what I always before I go to bed. I always ask God to help me be better than the day the day before. I, um, yeah, the day before, because you wanna do something different. So say <clears throat> with the podcast, I just learned about um, the site, two sites that you can go on, boom, you put uh, your episode up and it makes like 20 reels for you. And that helps me to be better than last week because last week I was taking each video, taking my time, clipping them, doing all that. Now I don't got to do that because I learned something because I wanted to be better than I was the day before. So, um, and with goals, I write stuff down all the time. Uh, I got so many notebooks of stuff, ideas, everything, but I do put dates on the ones that I really want. Like, you can have a lot of goals, but you got to have priority goals. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get the priority goals, then the other goals don't matter. Mm -hmm. So those are the goals that got dates on them. Those are the goals that I'm really working on because all the other goals come under those. So, um, yeah. 
Before your next question, we didn't, I, we didn't do this at the, uh, the beginning. I need a fun fact from you. A fun fact? Fun about me? Yeah. I give you. I give you two. I'm a twin. Did you know that? Uh, you said that, but you know, 2023 people say twin. I think I, I think that, I think I, uh, I think I do that, but I'm not, I wasn't sure. So I got a twin sister, and I catch it. Everybody makes sure me, my twin sister, and my mama break down the same thing. Wow. And and this was crazy about it, right? Everybody's like, damn, that's dope, that's dope, that's dope. You know what I think about and what I always thought about? Bro, once one of us is gone, every birthday is going to suck. Wow. So not only that, growing up, it never was no individuality of birthday. So it's like, I want to do what I want to do. Mama wants something much for her. But we got to give it. So it really is it's, it's interesting, but. Because I be seeing people do stuff 
and this before this outside of the podcast and I've done it here and I'll be like y'all just not doing that okay cool because a lot of people don't really step outside of Indianapolis to get information and uh, on the Tyler Perry thing uh, when he said he had to leave his area to get to where he needs to I'll be thinking like do I need to leave now yes. to really get yes yes yes, yes yeah. bro yes yeah. That's that's my goal next year. You do, bro. You bigger than Indianapolis, bro. Yeah. Your big your work ethic is bigger. Your vision is bigger, bro. Anybody that that's listening, y'all vision is bigger than Indianapolis. Like people get too comfortable here and be okay with having a name and that. Yeah. I just had an event last week and I felt some way because a person knew me I didn't know him. I said, Nah, I don't like this. I'm I'm known in that. Yeah. Who cares? It's not. Yeah. I want to be global. You should yeah. be global. Your, your name need to be heard globally. You get a hundred episode yeah no excuses and did it yeah no team you did it by yourself <laughs> you know what i mean yeah you so like but yeah bro you need to be next year it's time to get your name out there that's my goal to get my name out there and start creating more opportunities you know you know what's funny um before i moved to nap where i was supposed to where i wanted to move with my homeboy was atlanta and i did <clears throat> for whatever reason i didn't get down there and then I ended up having a son, so that really changed everything. But it's like, would you would have been prepared for Atlanta though? No, and not just thinking about it. I had to go through, like you have to go through every, every fucking hit that life give you to get to where you need to. Like you can't surpass nothing. Like everything like that. Even I look back, I even look back to say, if I was still married, would I still have the opportunities I had? I don't know. Cause, cause look at it. That's I always say this. People be like, man, I don't want to go to another uh, city so I can do this. I be thinking, you're not doing it in the city you at now. What makes you think you about to do it in another? It's gonna be way more intimidating. What? Think about starting a podcast in Atlanta, where everybody do a podcast. What? In and everybody there. See that? See, I would be prepared now because because yeah. I, I can go there. And a big name could come in because, you know, a lot of the big name people live in Atlanta. So you could get somebody just off what you do. And I'm not going to be, oh, oh, it's such and such. I'm, hey, how you doing? We're going to sit down and have a conversation because I went through uh, 100 episodes with 100 different people. And also, this is something that I learned. And this is how I know the people in Indianapolis that go crazy if they went to another city. When you created an opportunity for yourself in a city where there's not many opportunities. Yeah. Don't let that go over your head. Yeah. Like, bro, you created the opportunity for yourself, bro. Met the people. Got the big dogs in the city on your podcast. You think you wouldn't be able to do it in another city? Where they take advantage? Yeah. I mean, where they, uh, where they, what's the word I'm looking for? Not take advantage. Where they, uh, uh, where they don't take action on it. Where they, where they, J. Cole said it. They take, uh, I can't think of the word. They, uh, but basically, man, they not, they, man, you'll go there and go crazy. So, one way more opportunity. My one man. thing. Um, take for granted. Yeah. yeah. You don't take advantage of what they take for granted. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing, though, is when you're in those spaces and there's people that get on podcasts because they understand it, they, like, they actually, like, help you. Like, there's no shade to any guest, but if you get on somebody's podcast, the least you could do is accept the tag so they can build their following, so they can get your, your audience to get, like, you, like, the you don't realize how much time, effort that goes into that podcast 
or that podcaster, and all they ask is just, hey, share it. Hey, you got these following. Just put me on. Just share it. Just share it. Just make sure people that you, all the people you uh, follow, that follow you, your audience, your community, know who I am. That's it. That's all. That's all that a podcaster is really wanting. Is, is we marketing you? We taking up our time, chopping up videos, and promoting you. I'm not promoting myself. I'm promoting the person that comes on here. So I want people to think about that when they collabing with a podcaster. Like it's easy to share. It's easy to hit accept. It's easy to you know like it and do whatever with it just to help that person out. Cause that that would mean the world to a podcaster. Unless you you know talking money, you can help us out that way. Nah, definitely. That, that's definitely um, that's definitely it'll help. Cause when I was doing my podcast, I I just wanted a person to reach, share it as much as I'm sharing it because I am doing an interview with you about you. Yeah. So I mean. And then we ain't Jay Z, Beyonce. Our stuff yeah. is about to go crazy. Uh-huh. We both gotta collab and do as much promoting. Uh, but, um, but yeah, man. Uh, I think this was a great episode, man. Um, I learned a lot about you. You dropped a lot of gems. Anything you wanna, you know, lead the people with? Um, I gotta give an underdog quote. Um, nothing is earned. I mean, nothing is, like, nothing is given. Everything is earned. Like, don't expect just because you woke up this morning that you're supposed to get something. Don't, because your mama name is this, your daddy name is that. That don't got nothing to do with you. You got to earn everything that you want. Um, appreciate you, man. It's Thanksgiving. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, appreciate the book. Um, love what you do, man. Like, for real, for real. I be thinking back when I was your age. And the dumb stuff I was doing, and I wasn't doing anything that get me to the point to get to where I'm at now. So shout out to you. Shout out to all your homies that you work with. Um, shout out to the polished lady for setting this up. Because uh, she set it up because I wanted her, but she knew she was going to be busy. And she made a phone call and got you on the phone. And we're here now. So appreciate it. Appreciate all my supporters. Uh, my mama, because my mama... She is the most reposting person I know of my stuff. So shout out to her because she's invested. Shout out to my dad because he invested uh, this year to my kids because they keep it keep me pushing. And then just to all the underdogs out there, like, don't look at it as you can't do it. Look at it as you ain't tried it out yet. Um, I think that's it. Facts. And I just want to say this real quick, man. For y'all that's listening to this, put in the comments, tag them, tell them you're proud of them. That go a far, that go a long way, man. And and just if you virtually, let's give him a hand clap, man. Let's give him a hand clap. Sure. Did so amazing, man. Sure. As a black man, um, staying dedicated and motivated and pushing forward, doing a hundred episodes, just something amazing. And uh, thank you for having me on. Um, real quick, my name is Demond Hicks, a young father, author, entrepreneur, author of the book The Mindset Shift, author of the book Keys to Elevate. Um, you can find me at underscore I am Demond. Um, you can get my books at Amazon or at www.demonhicks.com. I appreciate you for having me on. Congratulations, bro. I'm proud of you. Keep going crazy, bro. Don't forget about me when you make it. Uh, <laughs> I got to get you on and uh, interview you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, on that note, keep being great. Cool. Uh, uh.